Hey everyone, and welcome to the Cheyenne Hills podcast, Verse by Verse. We know it's often hard to find time to spend studying God's Word, so we're happy you can join us as we read, unpack, and discuss Scripture every Tuesday and Thursday. We hope you enjoy the program. Hey everybody, welcome back to a Verse by Verse. This is my first time hosting. This is fantastic. So are you happy? first time guesting. Am I doing well so far? You are so far. Okay, this is Casey here. I feel really awkward being in front of the camera. I can't change. Well, we won't have any change of camera angles or Enjoy anything. Enjoy that wide angle. angle. The sound is good because I had to set it and then run over here. Yeah. No. So we're just doing wide angle today. This is Austin. You you know Austin. He's been here before. Yeah. And we are going through Genesis 46 still, verse 28. If you have your Bibles, follow along. Jacob and Joseph are reunited Might have I today. Might I up real quick? Yes. Go, ahead. Go for, for it. For those of you who, who were here last time or, sorry. For those of you who weren't here last time, um, we were going through the uh, saga of Joseph. Um, he's, you know, his brothers sold him off into slavery. He grew up in uh, and like raised through the ranks, and then he got knocked down to prison, and then they raised the ranks, and then he became the right hand of Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. Um, and his brothers who sold him into slavery just came back during the years that he predicted of plenty. Famine. Or a famine, sorry, because he saved during the plenty. He's he, and he had all the food during famine, and so they came to Egypt for food. And he, after some shenanigans, kind of trying to uh, gauge uh, how much his brothers had grown, and kind of try kind to, of test their hearts, kind yeah, of um, with some stuff. He finally revealed himself in the last couple episodes uh, to them, and so they had just gone back. And this last episode, uh, the the brothers went back and had to somehow tell dad. By the way, Joseph's alive. Yeah, and it wasn't, and we kind of discussed it, it wasn't until he saw Pharaoh's caravan, mm. more or less, all of these Egyptian uh, wagons to come and get all of the children and the family, and then he's like, wait, oh, you're you're not, this isn't like a pulling my leg yeah. kind of thing. It's like, oh, there's this, this royal caravan's actually coming to pick us up, and then, yeah. so, uh, and then... Because it, it was wagons coming up and your caravan coming up, and I imagine it's kind of like... Uh, I didn't send you off with that. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't buy that car. Uh, that's not my car. Um, and I imagine it's like Elizabeth Taylor uh, coming into Rome and Cleopatra, where it's just like the opulence of it. Mm-hmm. You know, not that big, not with all the dancers and stuff, but like this this kind of thing that you look at it and you're like, that car, that caravan or that wagon is not from this block. Right. Yes. Like that is not one of our And, and we kind of just went over uh, the really boring part of 46 is just this long lineage of how many people are actually coming to Egypt. Yeah. And that's where we left off. Okay. Okay. So verse 28, chapter 46. He had sent Judah ahead of him to Joseph to show the way before him in Goshen, and they came into the land of Goshen. Then Joseph prepared his chariot and went up to meet Israel, his father, in Goshen. He presented himself to him and fell on his neck and wept on his neck a good while. Israel said to Joseph, Now let me die, since I have seen your face and know that you are still alive. Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's household, I will go up and tell Pharaoh and will say to him, My brothers and my father's household who were in the land of Canaan have come to me. And the men are shepherds, for they have been keepers of livestock, and they have brought their flocks and their herds and all that they have. When Pharaoh calls you and says, what is your occupation? You shall say, your servants have been keepers of livestock from our youth, even until now, both we and our fathers in order that you may dwell in the land of Goshen, for every shepherd is an abomination to the Egyptians. That was, there's so much there. First of all, 
how do you fall onto your own neck in grief or in, in surprise or whatever you want? This was a hot topic before yeah. the Yes, no, contest. and I think uh, like if we read just the rest of it, he, it, it, when we talk about falling on a neck, it's it's the colloquial, it's the Israel, yeah. the euphemism for for hugging and yeah, you're like falling leaping. onto the neck of the person. I thought right. I, I honestly thought he fell on his neck, and I'm like, that's so hard. You'd hit like, your head. How, your what is the, what is the meaning of this falling on the neck thing? It's kind of like <laughs> the weeping meant, and the tearing. He's been falling like. Yes, on the neck, like yes. in a hug. So. Right. Yes, and and then this weeping. <laughs> Just of, to clear that up. Yes. No. I, well, I mean, there's a lot. And, and I bet we, everyone else is like, "Why did he not understand?" That? Well, but I think I think that <laughs> proves a large point. I mean, even like especially like think about Alex, my five year old, mm. right? If he was to read I'm basically it, basically a five year old. <laughs> <laughs> he it's wouldn't understand it. He wouldn't. And, and even when we have these uh, like middle school students or new people coming to the faith, they, they read that and they're like, yeah, like they might understand, but there's plenty of phrases, especially in Genesis, especially where it's just like, hold on. What? Wait, what? Mm. And, and we, we, it does. It, it, it is great to remind whether it's the people at home or even pastors like myself that like, hey, everybody is not up to speed on everything, and that's what I liked. I like the fact that uh, Cheyenne Hills teaches um, the, has the classes on exegetics. Mm. Is the idea the Bible basics? The Bible, yeah, Bible basic, Bible study basics, or Bible study methods. We have it online on the YouTube. You can search for it, and it just teaches you how to go through and look at the things and how to get past the colloquialisms and get past the anachronisms and get past all like the kind of archaic feel of it that make it feel like it's it's get can't connect to us and find. The, mm -hmm. the bridge to that connection and really actually find some of these things that's like, uh, that's something that's that what we just read sounds so like you're like, okay, I just need to get through this to get to Jesus. But no, this stuff all points towards like the way towards God, Jesus. Yeah, it all points towards Jesus. But this show talks about the way that God works and about the way people had to work and and how like what kind of stuff they had to go through and how like even God's plan coming together like this is not easy. Mm -hmm. Like uh, like Joseph said, he says, don't feel bad about doing what you did because this was God's plan. God sent me ahead of you to do this, but in order to do that. Joseph had to be thrown in a pit by his brothers, then right. sold into slavery by his brothers, then do like twelve years of slavery, or that's a movie. Um, a certain amount, I think, a certain amount of years of slavery. Worked his way up. Some lady claimed that he, you know, tried to seduce her, even though it was the other way around. He gets thrown into prison. He spends two years in prison. Uh, all this stuff happens, and you're like, "This is not an easy thing." God could have just been like, "Oh, let me pick you guys up and put you in Egypt when there's times of plenty." Why do we need this when we have Jesus? Yeah, there's right. this, but there's this whole road that He has to go down in order to get what we get. And I think we talked about it in the Thrive Post podcast recently about how uh, there's all these steps that we don't that don't seem to us like like good steps or fun steps, but they are blessings and what they are. And Joseph recognizes that. And how this all comes about, and so getting back to this actual verse. <laughs> well, I, well, I think you're doing a great job, like uh, pushing this into a way of right. actually getting there, because that that all leads up. All of what you just said plays in to verse thirty, mm -hmm. right? Because Israel said to Joseph, "Now let me die, since I have seen your face and know that you are still alive." So last week we had, uh, or two weeks ago, we had Joseph actually like weeping and and is my father alive? Like yeah. like. Yep, you guys are awesome, but is dad is, is dad still there? Mm. Like, please tell me I haven't missed this. And I know we're just a ball of emotion here, um, just like knowing us. And and so, but we Joseph and his dad, his dad comes and says, I both my boys, like again, there were favoritism in the Bible, and and that's that's we we've kind of addressed that. Yeah. But the, all of what you just said plays into this emotion of like he is so relieved that Joseph's alive. He's just like, I they, I'm happy as a clam. 
God, whenever you're ready, just right. take me out. Well, and and you know, as he, you notice he doesn't say. So, uh, anyone explain what happened here? Yeah, no, he's like, just so tell grateful. Me exactly how this happened. I want to. I want to be given all the details. He's just grateful for the fact that he's got a son back. Right. Well, actually, to me, you you said the Old Testament always points to Jesus, or does a lot. Verse 30 reminded me, and you'll have to remind me of his name, Austin, mm -hmm. when he said, now let me die since I've seen your face. Um, who was the old man who was waiting for... Simeon. The, Simeon. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, That's... wow. And Joseph is the one who right. went ahead to provide salvation for the people that God promised to take care of. Right. Yeah. Wow. By going through a bunch of suffering and a bunch of really rough time and then, trying to, then educating and trying to help people who... You know, at first didn't believe him. Yeah. Wow. This is the second time in this podcast my mind has been blown. So like when, <laughs> so like we were talking about it, uh, when, when Israel's brothers uh, came to, or when Joseph's brothers came to him like and bowed down, like it, it's corresponding to the first dream of them bowing down as sheaves, which, mm. well, what is he giving them? But he's actually giving them sheaves yeah, of grain. Yeah. Of grain. And right. I, I wow. just found that awesome. It's not, it's, it's, it's bread instead of living water. Right. He's giving mm -hmm. them, but he's providing them something. And the 12 tribe or the rest, the uh, 11 tribes of Israel are bowing down to the one. Right. Um, just to expound on that um, comment on Simeon, for those who don't know, oh, yeah. Simeon was waiting for the Messiah his whole life. And uh, he later met the Messiah when uh, Luke Jesus, chapter two, I think Jesus was what? Couple of weeks old. Couple yeah. weeks old. They, they went down to do the rites to sacrifice Circumcise. the two turtle doves, do right. the thing, officially named Jesus. And when he came in, he said, I believe Simeon, I believe said, Simeon said that he could now die since mm -hmm. he had seen Senior the Messiah glory or so. whatever. Okay. So, but I think, and then we just kind of close this out because we have this great reunion. And then Joseph then goes to provide for his family and says, This is how you need to go forth. Yeah. And I think this actually ties, this is really weird that it ties in also to Wednesday's lesson that I had. Yeah. Of He says, Okay, so here's everything that you are, but go and tell Pharaoh only half of it. Mm. And we like to say all the time that half truths are uh, full lies mm. a, a lot, but there's nothing actually in here when he says, When Pharaoh calls you and says, What is your occupation? You shall say, Your servants have been keepers of livestock from our youths even till now. And none of that is actually a lie. It's it's like one of those things where he's like, say it in this way so that Pharaoh actually isn't disgusted by my family. Because they don't understand, because they like uh, we were talking about this earlier, is why, but why is shepherds like this so bad thing? We know like in the um, the cultural later in Judah and Israel and stuff like that, that, that sheep shepherds were kind of like the lowest kind of rung, but why would the Egyptians like be like grotesque, like, abomination is a strong word mm -hmm. for a particular job that I would think that everyone in that, in that corner of the world would have, would have had. Right. And so I think, I think what it points to, cause we don't have an answer and mm -hmm. like we'd, I'd have to do some Egypt, Egyptian study, which is not my area. I wish Ken was here. <laughs> the Pharaoh uh, was he, just, a, just hated mutton. Yeah. It, <laughs> so earthy. It's just, ugh. even to put it in rosemary and ginger, it's just, eh, I can't even do it. But I mean, I think this points to the God's providence in the fact that he's saying, uh, yes, you guys are this, and because of that, I'm going to give you this land that's away from Egypt, yeah, uh, so to speak, or mm. from Pharaoh, so that you guys can grow and prosper. Mm. And I think that, I mean, that that ends the story right there for the families reunited, and now we kind of had some spoiler alerts. Uh, we're going to see what happens in the last three chapters of Genesis with this family uh, prior to getting to Moses and all of that. Super excited. Um, and just real quick before we start to wrap up, the idea that sometimes 
I don't know. Is this, I don't know. I don't want to be too dangerous about this is when you're, when you're trying to fulfill like God's plan, sometimes you got to be diplomatic. Maybe. No, well, I think is, he, is, it, is, is don't go to him and just say, Hey, God took care of us. Give us some land. Be like, go to Pharaoh and say, we are keepers. We are uh, keepers of livestock. We've been doing this since we were kids because that's, and that was part of what I understood that Goshen was a place of for livestock. livestock. Right. And so they're saying, basically go and t- give him your credentials, but don't use this word because it really sets him up. Yes. Well, I, I would, and, don't, and I think it, that's it, a totally it, normal thing because we right. see Jesus mm-hmm. in the New Testament do the same thing when he's, he's questioned over, are you the Messiah? Are you the Messiah? And he never actually answers the question because to answer the question, he either has to tell the truth and say, yep, I'm here, which he's going to get crucified for early mm. instead of like that. And so he's very well, diplomatic in how he answers. Timing. Yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, uh, but, but yeah, speaking of that, if you want to listen to um, the stuff that the youth is hearing, we are putting that up online now. Where can they find mm-hmm. that? Well, they can find it on Spotify. They can find it on YouTube. If you go to our page on the CheyenneHills.com page, go to Student Ministries, um, all of our social media stuff. I blast it every Tuesday and Friday, and we just kind of go over everything. And then there's sermons, there's mini podcasts, all sorts of stuff. Awesome. So that's so that's the Thrive Podcast. That's underneath our podcast on YouTube and everywhere else. That would be the, it's on Lies. It's January 19th. Uh, Wednesday, January nineteenth yep. episode. So, it's if you guys are live. interested in looking into that, I heard it was really interesting and very it was, detailed. It was a tough topic. Tough mm-hmm. topic. Yeah. So, well, well hopefully next week, uh, all the regulars will be back. You won't have to stare at our faces. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we didn't really explain that, did we? Everyone. Everyone is either sick Everyone or out of town. Lost their voices or are still uh, on COVID restrictions. Or, or a guy right. uh, just uh, just regularly sick. And you're looking normal. at all the people who had COVID already. Yeah, right. So. Yeah. You know why? Because we ate cookies on the off the ground when we were kids. <laughs> yes. God made dirt, and dirt don't hurt. That's correct. And make sure it gives you better. All right. So next system. week we'll start seeing the Pharaoh go a little bit crazy. You know I think I mean? so. Is that see? I, see, this is new for me. I'm I'm fairly new back in my walk, so this will be fun to watch. This I actually learn a lot sitting over there. Nice. Um, but anyway, so hope you guys all enjoyed. Right. We'll see you next week, guys.